0: That band is playing a show at Knitting Factory this Saturday, and they just so happen to be sitting down right here in the studio with me. It's Karen Comes Killing. Guys, how's it hey, going? How are you doing? So we'll go around the horn real quick and introduce yourself and what instrument you play. Stymie, I play bass guitar. Scott, I play guitar. Merlin,
1: I play guitar. Richie, drums. Dave, vocals.
0: I think I know the answer to this question already, but I need to ask just to clarify. So this is not just a one-off show, correct? Karen Comes Killing is officially back. Yep. Yes. yes. <laughs> I have to ask the question, too. Where have you guys been?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody stayed busy except for me. I kind of took some time off and spent some time with the family and my kids and things like that. Not the most uh, rock and roll path of the ways, but definitely took some time off and got to hang out with myself for a little while. And But that's where I've been and basically kind of chilling.
2: Well, Richie and Merlin are in a band called Hate Spell, and they've been killing it around here for, what, how long
1: have you guys been in a band? Yeah, like three, four yeah. years or so
2: And then Stymie and I are still gluttons for punishment. We're still 27 years in midline, so, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) So everybody's kind of doing something then, right?
2: That's a cool thing, though, is that everybody kept playing. You know, it's not like we stopped progressing as musicians or songwriters or anything. Everybody's still been working so coming back it's we're actually i think better you know what i mean because we've grown as musicians and people it's really
0: cool that time off to self-time's super right. important as well yes, sir. and that all being said are you guys writing new material
1: that's what our our next goal is going to be we're the show that we're putting on saturday is going to be a old school smash you in the mouth karen comes killing set it's going to be all the old favorites that everybody's loved and enjoyed and then uh directly after that it's going to be basically holding up and getting our, our second album out put together. We had, uh, we had some tracks that we were putting together before we uh, went our ways, and uh, we've, we've kind of decided to scrap a few of those just because we weren't really feeling as if they were some of our best work. So we're going to get back into the, the studio and the band room and really put some effort into getting our next, uh, our next word out. we got a handful of pretty awesome
3: we have, ideas. We're going
1: around with a few good ideas right
0: now, so we, it's going to be in the works. What does that writing and recording process look like for you guys? Is it an in and out type of thing, get it done, or are you is it slow burn?
2: It's it's more of a slower one for us. I, I think we're our own worst critics when it comes to that,
0: <laughs> so uh, we like to you know try
2: to record a little bit ourselves, and that way we can kind of take it back, critique it, and we want we definitely want to come out with something that everybody's going to be really digging. So, um, and from the riffs <laughs> that we've got right now and the little bit of ideas we've had, it's 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 going to be really
1: good. So
0: yeah. Awesome. And when it happens, make sure to get to me right away so we get right on the airwaves. For Not sure. No sure.
1: problem. We'll you a copy number one. Perfect. <laughs> you, you said that on the air, so <laughs> yeah, now, now you're no, stuck. It, you screwed up, buddy. Yeah. Tre- Treasure <laughs> Valley's going to hold me to it. For sure. Uh, so this
0: is a totally cliche question. I don't typically like to ask it. But for you guys, I feel like I have to. I've always wanted to know, what's the story behind the name? That's my fault, kind of.
2: No, I, I was <laughs> oh, working yeah, at a Quest, a and uh, a friend of mine took a phone call. It was a telemarketing, not telemarketing, but telecommunications company, and we talked to customers or whatever. And she came up to my desk and put this piece of paper and it said, "Karen comes killing," and that was the person she talked to. Their family that was an act like an actual person. So I had written it down, saved it for I don't know, a couple of years maybe, and then I uh, started writing stories, like not songs, but stories based on a possible character named Karen comes killing. The stories morphed into songs, and that's how the whole idea came. Like, we can start this band and just write these stories, you know, and see if it works or not and it
3: it, it's a blast plus it kind of sounded cool
2: yeah (laughs) it's metal
1: and blood faucet was already taken so what about goat yoga or goat yoga it was already (laughs) (laughs) copied
0: I don't know if you've ever interviewed for a uh, sales job before, but one of the things they ask, they put a pen down. Sometimes they say, sell me the pen, right? So if you had to sell, Karen comes killing. Somebody asks you that. How do you do it? If you don't like it, she will kill you. I mean, that, that, that's a pretty simple thing, right? <laughs> You're putting your life on the line. No, I'm
2: joking. <laughs> I, I think we're unique in that sense as far as what the
1: stories did and the way we approached the songs, and there's no rules with that. so We definitely tried to... Uh... Try to keep it not your norm so much, you know. Either you know, we try to put in some really groovy riffs and things that are aren't so maybe metal typical, but we still come off with the real hardness to it. And then with a the crazy fast timing we over like the to top the of that, where it just, turns just turns
3: exactly. it just flips out, out, of, out, of, out, of, out of nowhere. If something we're writing's coming a little too straightforward, we'll take a left turn and <laughs> and and put the pedal to the metal. And Absolutely, we we call it the quirk. <laughs> it's like if it's if it's getting too genre-focused, we're like,
2: okay, now we just have to put this note that makes no sense whatsoever in there and and turn that into some quirky little part, and then that becomes Karen. That's a cool thing. There's a lot of freedom in it to do whatever, because, I mean, Richie's probably the most metal guy I know. He can name any death metal lyric, ask him. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) it's freaky. And Merlin, you know, he comes from Pantera school and that kind of stuff, and Dave's got a lot of hip-hop influences and metal influences, and, you know, and me and Stymie I don't know. I love we're like grew up on Soundgarden, Zeppelin, and you can put those all those elements into that. And with this group of people, for some reason, we're we're really blessed because it works. You know what I mean? It's a well, unique, a lot it's a unique of,
1: band. Uh, not to cut you off, but a lot. Everybody in this room has a lot of music experience. So that everybody's gotten to do kind of a different thing or do what you know your your first band does. And and you and we've been able to drop all of those those feelings of other things and really come together the five of us in a different way. And I, I, you know, I think that's what it comes down to more than anything is that I'm in the room with some really great musicians is what, you know, so I mean that on top of the energy and the focus that these guys want to put out. I mean that, that if I could sell it in one word, it would be energy and you'll see, you know, Saturday night that, that it's our music drives this ruckus and this rowdiness that just really, is enjoyable, in my yeah. opinion, you know, and I think that, you know, that's what it comes down to
0: is that it's not, it's nothing really too typical, but it's still very familiar. And people love it too, man. There's been buzz ever since we heard the possibility of you guys getting back together. Cause I think somebody put it on Facebook, uh, just posted something like, a. Um, Poster, a meme, or something about it, and it, I remember that, coming in and asking Jay. So I was like, yeah. I was like what is, "What's happening? Is this, this is a thing? Are they back? What, what's going on now?" So, yeah. there's definitely been buzz for sure, and just playing the the songs the past couple weeks, people are getting excited about it. So I'm cool excited about it. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the best way for somebody to learn more about the band besides listening to exclusive? Of course, Steami's home phone number is <laughs> no. yeah, yeah.
1: 7858
0: <laughs> Mostly Facebook, online, you know, social media type stuff. This is going to be the random oddball question part of the thing, where I just go rapid fire on random stuff. Favorite thing on Netflix right now? Mindhunter. It's a great show. Ozark. Also a great show. That was a good one. I feel like a loser that I know all these shows. but yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. (laughs) All the way through that one. (laughs) There's something on there right now called Dirty Money. I don't know if you've seen it pop up, but Uh it's pretty crazy. And then Coach Snoop. So Snoop Dogg apparently is a football coach. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It it,
1: It gets worse than that. I actually saw Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart on a cooking show together. (laughs) (laughs) They were literally – it was – I can't even remember (sighs) – cooking with martha or something like it was something ridiculous and he actually pulled it off pretty well so snoop will
0: apparently do anything so i saw it pop up i'm like i have to see how snoop is as a football coach i just i can't imagine but it was actually pretty good i watched that lady gaga documentary that was pretty awesome actually yeah i'm gonna not admit that i did too but i did it's good though right the whole super bowl thing it is yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was pretty good i'm scott i said that nobody (laughs) else (laughs) else agrees with me but I'll, i'll take it She's awesome. Oh man, this is a metal band, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> I told you we got we got different tastes, eclectic. So uh, talk so about the... your cats next. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we can do a can. We should yeah. talk about Merlin's Which cats. ones? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, anything goes on this show. Apparently, <laughs> football season just wrapped up tonight. Who's your NFL teams? Oakland Raiders. Oh yeah, that was obvious. Minnesota Vikings, and that was obvious. They're wearing shirts, of course. I'm one of the unlucky ones, but I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. Oh man. I'm still Rubs trying to learn what a first down is.
1: <laughs>
2: I, and i
3: got to go with the Steelers. Just because if I didn't say that, my wife would probably be angry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, first song you guys learned as a kid, how to play
3: it. Pipeline by The Ventures. Mine was either a Prince song or it was an
2: ACDC song. I can't remember. I think it was He Shook Me All Night Long was the first one like I learned. Not just the riff,
3: but like the song itself. Pretty sure mine was uh, Holy Diver. Nice. Dio. Because it was easy. <laughs> uh, guitar for me
2: actually was what I started with, and that would be you Heard It Through the Grapevine, would be the first one I learned how to play. <laughs> nice. uh, and then drums, probably uh, White Room by Cream.
1: I think probably the first time I ever screamed to the radio or the, to music would probably be blind. Horn. I yeah. think that was the first time I ever was like, holy cow, maybe, maybe I could do something like that. Well, I'm like, yeah. Oh my god, I can sing. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't go that far, but.
0: <laughs> That's a killer song. I liked it because it was easy answer. That was I worked at a guitar center for a little bit back in the day, and the I worked in a drum room, and the manager was like, Why, why'd you start playing drums? I was like, because I couldn't play guitar. I had no one else to do. <laughs> I felt like it was easier, even though it wasn't. How long is it? been since the Karen Comes Killing show. Our last one was at the Knitting Factory. It was a massacre. Massacre, yeah, massacre uh, five. I it had
3: been like four years ago.
1: Yeah. This this month.
0: And then what can you expect from the show at Knitting Factory this Saturday? Is it anything different? Old school Karen Comes Killing? Well I
1: think one thing that's gonna really stand out is the lineup that we have yeah. going, man. It's this is yep. uh the bands that we decided to have on there they could all headline a show themselves. It goes a little bit back farther with that. All we're friends with the bands. Not only that, we're like brothers family. I have been for years. And for yeah. years. And so, you know, and uh when we decided to do the show, we automatically kind of knew we had to do a family show. That yes. that's one of the things that stands
2: out for me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely makes it a lot more comfortable. We got all our best friends hanging out with us, you know, all our bros. So totally and we've been Playing with those guys for all four years, you know, I was I was I was in Final Underground for quite some time. So, you know, I love every single one of those guys and Black Tooth, same and a- and Abbotsie is really starting to make a name for themselves. So Merlin's for, like the for fifth sure. Beetle and Black Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah
0: all those bands have been killing and that was actually my next question was how you guys decided on picking those bands final underground Blacktooth, uh, tooth Abbey.
1: when it comes down to hardcore shows that's a no-brainer yeah i mean it was a really you know representing the family in black and representing like richie says i mean we've known these cats for 10 11 years now you know back Blacktooth grin with, with my original band ocd were some of the first shows that we played with it's it's awesome to see everybody come up and and be where they're at now and and to be able to rejoin and and really i mean because we, we've done i think we sold out the knitting factory the night that the last time that we had this line up there and that right there is undeniable for local bands you know what i mean so the fact that we've got that up there and everybody's excited and fired up for it, that's what's got me going about it
0: and it's a Saturday night, too. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Saturday night, going to be a metal party for sure. And when I first saw the poster for the show, I was like, that is a stacked lineup. It's going to be nuts. Super exciting. And we're going to play all, tunes from all those bands here tonight, of course. Awesome. Also, hit up the bands to get your tickets. Is that the best way to get tickets? Hit you guys up on the Facebooks and whatnot, or knittingfactory.com, at the door. Yep.
3: Yeah. yeah. We have our will call list you, that we're going to run another uh, post about, and you can get on that. Probably be our last one. Other than that, yes, you can contact the other bands. They have tickets too: Black Tooth and Final Underground and Abysse. They can hook you up.
0: Point of the story is, get your damn tickets. Better I hope it's gonna be a there. sellout, a capacity show where they have to cut people off at the door. That'd be awesome.
1: If you don't get them from us, then they're like six or twelve bucks or something like that through the Knitting Factory. So,
0: which is super cheap for a killer metal Absolutely. show. Let's also do this: if you text me right now at two eight two eight seven one zero zero three, we will get you on the guest list for the show. And you will be hanging out with us on Saturday. Also, I have more to chat with the guys about. We're going to do it off air. It's too much for radio. But if you want to hear the rest of the interview, go to xrock.com. Check for the Stage Left podcast under the podcast tab. The full interview will be right there. And, guys, thanks for stopping by the studio. All right. right. Thank you. Thanks for having us, man.